Hello, and welcome back to 16 Candle Keeps, the place where the 80s oh. pass their day for death saves. I can't words. I can't words. Pass, <laughs> pass their daves. Pass their daves. Congratulations. Take two. Hello, and welcome back to 16 Candle Keeps, the place where the death saves pass their 80s. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, someone's got a weird dice. Anyway, um, welcome back. Uh, we, uh, last where we left off, uh, the group had recently travelled to the mountainous castle of Sunblight, where they found that Zardarok Sunblight, a nightmare of a man, had created a large Shadowland dragon, which he had unleashed upon the cities of ten, or the towns of ten towns, not the cities of ten towns, because then it'd be called ten cities. Um, the guys have basically, as much as they possibly could, charged in the direction of, uh, helping the uh the victims of this dragon knowing that it's not going to be a pleasant trip for whatever is in the way of the dragon um and on their travel across the tundras from sunblight towards ten towns's closest settlement dugan's hole they saw that two of the uh, three settlements they have seen attacked had already been destroyed arriving uh in dugan's hole late in the evening the gang picking up with Kodar, who informed them that the uh, survivors of Goodmead had already been sent off to Brunshanda and had seen no bodies in Dugan's Hole, um, had uh, met them, discussed plans, and suggested the, the group suggested as one that they should head towards Brunshanda as the, like, the centre of all um, the ten towns, but also as a mean to prepare people who probably haven't been hit yet. Along the way, the Axbeaks took quite a bit of punishment, but they uh, still survive to this day on the outskirts of Dugan's Hole, another small collection of things in a circle that nobody seems to know why they're there. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and in the early hours of, uh, of the morning, arriving in Brinchander helped the city guard guiding people around the, uh, the, the buildings that would be best fortified uh, to look after them and also then found sleep in their own time. Uh, seven hours since arriving in the city, you awake to find Kodar greeting you, but also pointing you in the direction of two people who he uh, apparently is friends with and has uh, seconded in as people that may be able to help you further in your exploits uh, as you uh, head around Ten Towns doing what you want to do. And with that in mind, what do you guys want to do? Somebody share the plan. <laughs> we had a plan. I think the brain man should share the plan. I think the brain man should share the plan. Um, right, so... Uh, <laughs> first things first, um, after we finished our long rest, Garland would have changed out uh, his infusions and removed his enhanced defense and instead given um, Erica's bow an upgrade and turned it into a repeating weapon, which mechanically means it gets plus one to hit and plus one to damage rolls, and it ignores the loading property as it creates a piece of magical ammunition, which, once it hits the target, basically reappears in the bow, meaning it is effectively, for now, a magic weapon. And remember, how long does that last? Um, up to four days after you've died. Yep. 
wonderful. <laughs> like I'm at school. <laughs> um, That's how so... I know you will have really gone. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so our plan is uh, to survive and not have the magic bow fade. No. Um, so we we wanna we wanna head off to Targos okay. and try and evacuate the area. Um, try and gain a bit of a militia to head on off to Termalane. Send a runner off to Bremen and yep. uh, hopefully get them evacuated as well out to. We're basically just getting everyone sent to Bryn Shander, huh. and we are going to then, uh, we need to send someone off to Lonely Wood, yes. and, um, warn them as we attempt to fortify Termalane once it's been evacuated. Excellent. Um, so, with that in mind... You have been introduced to two healers, um, Oz the Loxodon Paladin, um, who is apparently, in the words of Kodar, complicated, and um, the... Uh, I want to know what that means. Oh, I don't think now is a good time to ask him. If you spend time with uh, Oz, you will definitely understand. Um, but um, you, also have, uh, you also have this uh, very... Um, thin and malnourished looking minotaur by the name of Cyprus uh, who is a cleric um, yeah what do you guys want to do with these people like I've heard, like you've said uh, previously in our little break you've got that plan and you've just shared it with us so uh, you've just been introduced you've spent you take a moment to focus your uh, your infusions and such as you get ready to leave um, the other three go off and get their own uh, preparations of things uh, Kodar specifically starts wandering off trying to find the other speakers that have apparently started to arrive from other villages um, I will say that whilst you are doing this you hear that last known location of the dragon, it had just arrived in Termalane. <laughs> of course so it did just so you're aware the news coming in is its last known location is it's just arrived in Termalane. because why wouldn't it go there you little bastard. Um, the news that you also hear is that it is doing exactly what you've said in the break. Um, it is going around the edges. So mm. Dugan's Hole mm. has been hit. Goodmead was hit. You knew about this. East Haven had been hit. And last known you had heard it had been hit. The people who are arriving in the early hours of the morning uh, who are also surviving the attacks have been from Caer de Naval and Caer Koenig. There have been no people arriving from the northern settlements of Ten Towns. Um, so dead now. Okay, we, oh, sorry. we need to, to get out Targos <laughs> now. Okay, so you guys are heading to Targos. Who are you taking yeah. with you? Everyone. You take everyone. <laughs> Excellent. Whoever's ready. That's fine. Um, you are all given uh, axe beaks, as you mentioned, to the, the as Kodar, one, being a speaker, and two, uh, mentions that you are a group of, uh, of explorers who are going out to try warn the other settlements you are all gifted axe beaks which halves your time uh, but they are not named they are just random axe beaks um, 
So you all have a new mount to, to, to get yourselves around quicker. It's two hours to Targos uh, on foot, so it's now an hour to travel there. Okay. Um, so, um, you, and also that's at normal speed. So if you if you are rushing yourselves, especially with this new news that um, that Tourmaline is the next location of the dragon, uh, you would uh, be able to get there in, in 30 minutes uh, and have a, a fairly good time left to to do what you need to do um so with that i'll go do you want to do anything in between now and targos or do you just want to leg it to targos um, leg it? yeah i Can would I say it's um... shout towards some form of soldiery people and go i need more bolts for okay. my crossbow you are given yeah, I, I... yeah you are given bolts for your crossbows um, as Perfect. you uh, as you leave, they have uh, they have around the outskirts of the city. Uh, you could oh, the, the town. Sorry, I keep doing <laughs> that. The, around the outskirts of the town, you can see that they have essentially small caches that they set up for people who are barricading or protecting the uh, the city, uh, the town. There, uh, to protect the town, they have close ammunition. Excellent. Is there a limit on how many we can take? Or... Um, I would say just so they're not... They'll give you an extra 40 each. They, would probably, oh my they probably wouldn't give you any more just because cause it's two... Essentially, that's two quivers, if you will. So they're, they're giving yeah. you a lot, but also they're not going to dry their own resources as well. No, that's that was more fine. than I was expecting. Uh, so... I was expecting like 10. That's fine. Or... I, will, I will remind okay. you, Erica. You, you don't even need ammunition at the minute. No. Oh, yeah. But also, yes, uh, the the other thing that you will know, Brinshander, is essentially you're in, if this place was in a UK fashion, for those who know the UK, you're basically in the Birmingham kind of area. The rest of them are like small little villages and towns around the outside. So East Haven's probably closer to... Heading uh, to Wolverhampton. You're heading to Just Wolverhampton. Coventry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Wolverhampton. <laughs> Coventry's the city. It's is East Haven Leicester? I'd probably go that, yeah. Sounds about right. Oh, let it burn. <laughs> let it burn. Right. Uh, <laughs> please, please don't. I live here. <laughs> anyway. I also live here. That's why I'm a central right now. Yeah, we've not been out of lockdown in a year. Burn it to the ground. Anywho. But also back in the game, don't. Back in this game. Let's not kill random individuals. And I also see if I can get any um, rations or just any useful... Anything that I think might be useful to there, take with us. There doesn't seem to be much else other than ammunition being around. Okay. They're, um, they're preparing to kill a dragon. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> they are They are preparing in twofold. You notice this as you have watched around and you also saw it in the early hours when you arrived here. There is a twofold preparation happening. There is one that is the defence and two there is the sustaining a siege that they are preparing for. They seem to be preparing for the idea that if they don't kill it outright... They are going to survive and outlast it, essentially, in somehow. I hope they do, and I admire their optimism. Um, excellent. So, heading out towards Targos. You make rapid time. With 30 minutes of travel, it will be uh, now about 8.30, coming up to 9 o'clock in the morning uh, as you head out. Um, you make it to this small walled city. Uh, small town! Stop it! Parry it! Um, the small wool town of Targos. Steve's going crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is 
essentially a small dock town on the uh, on the lower southern bank of Mare Dulden. Uh, you can see across the lake there is this huge kind of like mining setup which you would take to be Bremen. Um, and off to the wards of the north, more northeast, you can see another um, another settlement with this huge dragon flying over the top, slamming any energy it can into the top of the, the, the buildings and such. And again, it is having another issue of strafing and trying to work out where it can get its damage in. Um, with your, I'd say, with your closeness to it, um, anyone that wants to make, because this has been a conversation you've had already and you've seen it multiple times, um, anyone who would like to make uh, probably an arcana check would be the best to see if they can determine what sort of breath weapon it is, because you have been discussing this. Uh, that would be an unnatural 20. Makes 16. Sense. <laughs> makes sense with the uh, with the, the artificer getting such that. Um, yeah. Between the two of you? It's definitely not ice. It's definitely uh, some sort of like fire-like um, magic that is coming from inside it. Um, you are not sure specifically of if it is definitely fire, but you you cancel out a lot of different like it's not a, uh, it's not got the breath weapon of a, a green dragon or a blue dragon or a white dragon. You've placed it probably closest to a red dragon. But also knowing how fire looks from a distance when there has been a large blaze anywhere that you might have been, there is something of a more um, concentrated um, and more um, efficient use of the energy. So it might be that either they have somehow harnessed fire in a very interesting way, or it might be something else entirely. Has this dragon got a plasma cutter breath weapon? What? What? I'm sorry, what? Sorry, did, did you guys ask questions? Liam <laughs> did, in fact, ask a question. It, it's, it's, it's I not think Liam a... would appreciate an answer. <laughs> From what you can tell, it's not, it's not, um, it's not uh, a mecha Godzilla, but it's close. <laughs> it's a Pokemon. It's a Salamence. <laughs> this is so stupid. You, 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 you get it later, don't worry. Um, <laughs> awesome. No, this is fine. Okay. Um... This is fine. Arriving in, you can see that the, uh, this, the, this town uh, spreads a lot around the uh, the actual uh, kind of like lip around the bottom of uh, Mare Dulden. There are large ships which look to be the, uh, the second of two towns that seem to be the import area of most of the things needed in ten towns you can see these large cargo ships that are frozen in place on the docks uh, you can see a collection of buildings that spread around uh, the southern uh, shore um, there are from your knowledge two roads out of um, out of ten towns uh, out of Targos uh, into the rest of ten towns there is one that leads from the uh, west that leads only to Bremen and there is one that leads to the east, which you've already come in through, and has a fork in the road that goes down towards Brunshanda, and the other heads back up the uh, way towards Termalane. How do you guys want to approach uh, evacuating Targos? Um... 
Um, that's a good question. What what are we greeted with? What what is going on uh, in the town? The, it is looks, it hectic, panicking, it, I would screaming say, people? I would say that um, Targos. Uh, let me just double check my notes for Targos in the middle of this craziness because I think they are the what. There's one of them that I need to remember something of. Where's my damn chart? There it is. Excellent. Um, so. With Targos, uh, you come into what looks like it's it's a hurried and panicked kind of uh, similar to what you've come into in um, similar to what you came into in Brinchanda when you arrived. There is very much a, uh, a a settlement that is preparing for an attack and preparing to flee down towards um, Brinchanda. But you also see mm -hmm. some people starting to head towards larger larger buildings in. To, in uh, Targos as well, they seem to uh, they seem to be very much um, half and half in their approach. There are people who are heading towards the the the, the taverns and the uh, the like the the building that is looked after by the speaker. But there also seems to be a lot of people already as you come in. Sorry, just as I should have mentioned this, uh, people starting to bring their provisions towards the outskirts of the, the town to head towards Brinchander. We're not going to be able to fight this thing here. No. We encourage them people. to go to Brinchander because they've already got militia set up. Yeah. Um, stone buildings and whatnot. I'm going to say, can the group make a group persuasion check? You will have advantage because of, you know, what's happening. Um... Twenty. Twenty. Uh, just, just, just. <laughs> that oh, was, was a natural twenty. <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, and Mr. Laffy. Hmm? I rolled a pair of ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the higher one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a four total. Excellent. Um, Garland, you are not getting any any truck with anyone any person you try to talk to they just don't have time they are trying to either get themselves ready to get into one of these buildings or they are trying to get themselves ready to go one or two of them you or you grab as they are starting to run around and you know you hear um just for your thing for fun um because not all failures are failures um you hear that uh people from lonelywood are here okay. and they they were because most of the 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 village of lonelywood are fishers uh, they um, they were all the water. yeah they they were already in the water when the the dragon started to head towards Termalane, and they've came up across Bremen. Uh, Bremen has uh, apparently fled into the I think no it's not that one it's another one. Uh, Bremen is already starting to prepare to head down towards both uh, Targos and Brunchander as well. Uh, but they've come across the lake. The only ones they couldn't, they didn't have chance to warn because it was uh, essentially where the dragon was was Termalane. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's fine. How how did, how did the rest of them get on? The rest of you, um, you all manage in your own way because you're arguing to get them to Brunchander, not uh, to stay here 
the people yeah. that are leaving are like, no, we definitely agree. Uh, we will get there. You guide them towards the buildings that are being used and such uh, to to give them a less panicked arrival, if you will. Like it's, they're still going to be worrying for their lives, but they they have a destination to mm -hmm. go to, not just turning up like a chicken <laughs> without a head, not knowing where to go. Um, um, at this point, um, it is uh, when after the conversation that uh, you've already started to pick up from other people as well, you hear the same thing that people from uh, Lonelywood have travelled over, got the people of Bremen to start moving down. Um, it is this point that uh, Oz off basically says he's going north to Bremen to drag them. Um, he, Good. Don't he, stop till you've got everybody. He doesn't even bother waiting for stop anyone to respond. He, he is telling you as he is on the back of his axe beak and heading towards the exit. Um, okay, yeah, thanks, bye. <laughs> Complicated. Let's <laughs> discuss it. Oh no, wait, he's gone. <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, bye. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just talking to Thinner. Okay. Um, oh, he's doing a good thing. Um, with that, um, there we is. We still have Cypress with us. Yes, we have now. Cypress and Kodar at the moment with you. Uh, with that, it takes about an hour because of how many people here to run around trying to get people to flee. But within the hour of talking to people and the Chinese whispers, if you will, of people hearing that there are people saying this and planning, the majority of the people here start to flee uh, to the south. Okay. Uh, you have just just uh, something that we haven't discussed yet there have been survivors in different areas and such like that i have a note of how many would survive if you didn't intervene i'm going to say with your uh with your roles that you did and with the conversation you're having with people uh the targos there it is um it would originally be uh 500 survivors out of a thousand people you have knocked it up to uh a thousand uh for the fact that everyone who is here is now starting to head out towards brinshanda Good. Off. <laughs> Go to safety! They're already setting up! They're ready whilst, to fight! Whilst you uh. do this, all of you in your own moments, uh, fleeing around the, 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 the town trying to work out what you're doing, uh, keep an eye to the northeast where you can see the dragon. Uh, again, it seems to uh, have this constant trying to flank trying to do things and then every now and then flitting away from the the city the town uh, as if it's being attacked by something any point does it look like noticing the activity that's going on here it looks like it might turn around and head towards us uh from what you can see um and from what you've seen the day previously um it seems to be if you put it against what you saw when it was attacking east haven it's in the middle of its attack, essentially. Okay. Okay, I just wondered if maybe it would get distracted and decide to come your direction. Yeah, you're not sure what possesses it, what is controlling it or telling it where where is next and such. <sighs> but you get the sense that it is not finished with uh, Termalane and will be there for from the fact you've been here an hour uh, and seen it attacking it since then. Uh, it's going to be there for another hour or so, several hours at least, because it's the same as even from this distance, you can see the size of Tourmaline, uh off in the distance, and you can see that it's a. It looks like you're looking over at East Haven, but from a different perspective. Okay. Okay. To give you a rough idea of things. Okay. 
from Tomlane are we now then? Yeah, I was just about to ask that you question. You are six hours on foot. Um, it would be three hours to Tomlane with Axe Beaks. Okay. We would be It'll sitting be ducks out in the open. Yeah, yeah. It going, had already been moving on. Yeah, going on the information that you know from it took about six hours uh, to get from uh, from where you saw it heading to East Haven and starting to attack East Haven to when you got to Britain Shanda, it was still at East Haven. So you'd get if it if Termalane is uh, equal in militia and size, it's probably going to take it about six hours to deal with Termalane as well. So if it's three hours to you've done an hour, you would arrive with it still attacking for two hours against Termalane. So we could make it. You could arrive in Termalane whilst it's still in Termalane. Oh man. If we could, not we will. I mean, it's a risk I'm willing to take because I'd be quite happy just to sit off now and attempt. I to mean, yeah, the fact of the matter is we've managed to clear out people from here. Yeah. Termalane is pretty much done for yeah. but if we take the fight to yeah. it then we've right. got more of a chance of these places surviving and yeah. maybe people can move back to their homes yep. I think we should I think we should attempt something against it before it moves into somewhere else Okay. So is everybody in agreement about going and fighting a dragon? Gone and uh, cracks a bottle. Do you have any more of those, or is that just the one? Of course I've got more. I please have one. Can we all crack open a cold one before we go and kick a dragon's ass? <laughs> I'm actually teetotal. I don't drink. I like to keep my head clear because you know have we'll get lost in the snow otherwise. Yeah, I've, actually, I've yeah, got a tonic I... water. <laughs> oh, I'll take a tonic water. That sounds that sounds <laughs> splendid, nice and crisp. <laughs> You know the people who open their coats and they've got like watches <laughs> hanging down. I've just got visions of you in like a full-on bar, just over your coat. Oh, tonic no. water, what flavour? Elderflower, elderflower. There you go. <laughs> I think that's exactly it. <laughs> There's no bottle opener. It's just his axe. You've never seen him use it in combat. It is literally there <laughs> to open bottles. In fact, I'm going to ask you that question. You know that axe? Do you ever mm -hmm. use it for stuff? Other than opening bottles. He said in a light-hearted attempt at humour before we go and die. In fight. Well, I mean, every now and again when I get a letter. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Well, I cheers. genuinely thought you were going to say every now and then I fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> you listen carefully, the faint strains of Bonnie Tyler just come over the wind. <laughs> it's coming from Tourmaline. They're holding up for a hero. <laughs> It's, it's their it's their anthem. You might <laughs> need it. Everyone gets inspiration for this madness. 
Yeah. Oh God, he's being nice to us. Oh no, we're oh, gonna die. Oh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Cheers, guys. It's been yeah. good. It's been good because also you get not only do you get that that inspiration of like you've been doing well and it's an interesting story thus far, but also you're drinking for the first time for some of you a good beer by Garland Good Beer. Over uh, to you, Garland. Tell us about the flavour. <laughs> uh, just imagine the label has your face on it. Oh it, yeah, it 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 does. It's literally just uh, just him holding uh, uh holding a tankard in front oh. of them with the yeah. the slogan "Why have a beer when you can have a good beer?" Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say oh, I, man, really... I was gonna take a swallow of tea then, and it nearly came out through my nose. <laughs> I was going to say I've, I nearly ruined this for myself because I can just hear, and again, for those who haven't seen it, I apologise for a reference that might not fit, but um, if you've seen the more recent episodes of South Park, I, I can't help but hear the Tegrity Farm. Where is that? Tegrity. It's where you get Tegrity Farm. <laughs> just like, just replace that. Why have a beer when you can have a good beer? Good beer. <laughs> anyway, um, my madness. Um as you all have a, a brief moment to build your resolve and focus yourselves, um, Kodar smiling and uh, enjoying uh, an and ale himself, um, you pack up your things that you have, you kick your haunches, and you mm. head out. Ride like the wind, bullseye. Towards yes. Tervalane. Oh boy. Right. Moment of balance. Now let's carry on. So on the road again. As you <laughs> As you head out towards Termalane, you can hear the screaming of one or two um errant survivors that have managed to uh, uh managed to survive the onslaught of several hours attacking uh Termalane. You can see as you get closer and closer, that this dragon is keeping a very high, um, kind of like, it's keeping a good f few 50 to 100 feet between it and um, and the, the tops of the buildings of Tourmaline. You can see that this uh, is actually the, uh, I mixed up my notes uh, earlier, so I apologise, but you see that this is much more of a, a, a a bit like sunblight as as it's built into the side of the mountain this is uh, almost like it's built into um the down into the snow and you can see that there are buildings that are jutting out but you can see that as you get closer and closer this is the mining uh town in 10 towns not bremen i mixed it up um i apologize um so you can see that uh, as you get closer you can see these tunnels that are left as old mine shafts that around the outsides of uh Termalane. <sighs> You can hear the calling of different command units that are trying to advise the archers that are on the walls. You can see one or two spellcasters that are standing around uh, the outskirts of the, the town firing off uh, bolts of arcane energy. What do you guys want to do? How do you want to strategically place yourselves into Tourmaline? Uh, how do you arrive in? Uh, mm. <laughs> Silence. We try and figure is, out. Is the dragon in, in looking at a specific area? 
or is it just like full-blown bird's eye view it seems to be going like i said earlier and now you up close you're definitely seeing it it's almost like it's going in a grid passion pattern it's going up and down and left to right as it goes across the, the buildings of of the the town trying to do as much destruction as possible um, so like it's being controlled by a giant remote control yeah it's, it's almost like watching someone literally using a joystick and going left down left up left down like a so either way we wouldn't be able to sneak behind it then uh, it's right up in the air it's it's it seems to be focused you get the sense especially from here that it's not focusing on anything in particular it is just destroying buildings as if there could be someone underneath it doing things. These arrows that you can see flying and flinging up into the air. These spells slots that are being burnt out by the, the spellcasters are flying up and hitting the undercarriage of this huge uh, construct. But it's just continuing as if nothing is happening to it. It's just going back and forth. Back and forth. Doing as much damage with... Now that you get here, you notice that... Um, can I have another uh, Arcana check from everyone? And again, I'll say i say advantage for this point. Twelve. Twelve. Unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, this is so fitting. Um, Erica and Garland. You spot it at the same time, but for different reasons. For Garland, who is someone who has studied the application of magic into things and infusing spells into items and such, you recognise what looks like a very powerful controlled blast of what looks like when a cleric uses sacred flame or uh, kind of like when it uses uh, guiding bolt and it gives off that kind of say all magic in my head has this kind of like they have different flavors if you will so they're kind of like necrotic are always black and smoky and have a acrid smell uh with things like um fire it smells like fire but um this has this very weird singeing kind of electricity to it that isn't actually electric to confirm this um erica as a lost soul, there is one type of damage you are very scared of being hit by. Mainly because, for some reason, your willpower that allows you to be constantly uh, in a semi-state of unliving living sort of thing. Um, yeah. When your willpower is um, is uh, affected by radiant damage, damage, you are vulnerable to it. I am. Which means that anyone who would be hit by... If you and, say, Garland were hit by a Radiant Blast, he would take the full damage. You would take it twice over. Okay. Um, super. <sighs> How high up is this thing? It is flying... Too high for me. Right. It's flying 100 feet up in the air, going back and forth. It's going up and across the... Uh, at, at most points, when because you, I'd say you guys are on the southern like outskirts of the town now, you can see that it flies off into the distance. It'll be looking at my map of it. Um, it flies off about 1,000 feet or so north, and then comes back 
So it's always at least 100 feet away from you, but it goes from being 100 feet or so away to you to being 1,100 when it's up in the air and uh, also at the north end of the town. Is there anywhere to climb to get up higher? Um, you can see, and in the same way that you would have seen from the inside of Brunchanda, there are the the city, well, the city town walls are crenellated and have uh, walkways on the top where you can see arches. So you get the sense of once you enter the town, you can use one of the stairwells that would lead up to it. Uh, the wall itself is about 50 foot tall. Yes, okay. 50 foot tall. So you'd be 50 foot away from it. And in terms of the houses that are in this village, does anybody have anything as basic as a washing line out? Or any other kind of rope slash wire? It's quite a closely packed um, kind of a terrace building sort of thing. Uh, so the town may have, uh, if you want to make uh, just a go with, just roll a d20 and see how we go. It's a bit like a luck roll in Call of Cthulhu, just 20. seeing if you... Uh, sorry? Natural 20. Natural 20, lovely. Yeah, you you managed to find a, uh, a washing line in one of the uh, side streets as you enter in. Uh, Garland immediately looking for the stairwells to, to get up onto the top of the town walls. Um, you were running off and grabbing a, a washing line from close by. It was more that because I am trained in trapeze artistry and circusy things, I wanted to use it as more of a don't need stairs to climb something. Got acrobatics expertise. Can I ing yourself up onto the top? Kind of, yeah. Just like you just have like a human slingshot. Oh, not like a human slingshot, but <laughs> like just have the ability to climb to the top of things without having to use stairs. Um. Like go from building to building, because I'm imagining when you say they're like terrace houses, I'm imagining like the parts of England that have like, <coughs> these lines out across the street from house to house. Yeah, yeah, that would be the sort of thing it you're looking at. And so I was hoping to at some point trapeze or leg it up the side of a building somehow, okay. without having to be restricted to using stairs. I would go make an acrobatics trick for me. This is when I score like six. Uh, 14. 14. Yep, yeah, you managed to deftly hop up onto different plinths and uh, little handholds that you can see naturally as someone who is used to climbing. Uh, you can see these little placements where you could place yourself to get up onto the rooftops um, using the, the wires to run around as well. Um, by the time you've got here and what's happened, you can see that all of the western side, so the dock side, of the town uh, has been destroyed it's now halfway across um, and is just working back and forth continually running towards the east of the town so just so you're aware if you're attempting to flip around anywhere or trying to go off in different directions yes. <clears throat> i will still keep myself as out of the dragon's notice as possible okay yeah i just need height same my weapon is range, but not that okay. much. <laughs> not a hundred feet. <laughs> for uh, for 
uh, Erica, just so you're aware, um, the tallest buildings that you can see in this area are about, from what is still standing, you can see that some of them are about 30 foot tall, uh, ranging to larger ones that go up to just under the lip of the wall of the town. So you can see that you can get, uh, the current one you're on, you're at 30 foot, so it's 70 feet underneath the dragon, and you could get yourself, if you use the right buildings, you could jump up towards uh, being uh, basically 50 feet under the dragon if you get right in the locations. Okay? Okay. Yes. Okay. So what are we doing? The crazy ass part of me wants to go in and just fire arrows at it. Fire bolts at it. Yeah, I think I there's not there. really much, much I'd... other choice other than just attack the damn thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, just because, again, uh, uh, this is how I kind of try to run the, the town sort of thing, could you guys uh, just give me a quick succession of, uh, let's go, five attack rolls uh, for me, please. Five attack rolls. Cool. And then... Ready. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, we'll go Nerf's head ready first. So, Nerf, what have we got? 11. Okay. 18. Okay. 11. Yep. 16. 16, okay. 21. 21, okay. And what sort of attacks would you be doing? Would you be doing ranged attacks with your crossbow? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to roll? I'd go with... Um, so, if you guys are focusing your energy there, could you roll as if you have... Is it a D8 for your crossbow? D6. D6. Uh, can you roll uh, from that? Go um, 4D6 and then add mm -hmm. as if you've hit four times. So add your modifier four times. Okay. Um, I've also... I would also have done Hunter's Mark. Okay. Yep. So add... Uh, go with four rounds of Hunter's Mark as well. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm basically doing 8d6 then yes okay um, whilst uh, whilst Anarinef uh, is sorting that out uh, Garland can you go through your ones for me please uh, yep so 12 yep 15 yep 15 yep 23 yep 20 excellent and is that with your hammer or are you doing spells uh, no this is spells because of the range okay uh, what, um, so what sort it's of cantrip? Okay, what sort of cantrip would you be using, just as a rough idea? Uh, something similar to a firebolt. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with. Can you roll as if you have hit with? Let's say it's so a four firebolts of hit. Okay. Uh, twelve, twenty-one. Uh, 27 fire damage. 27 fire damage, thank you. And how are we looking, Marinette? Uh So 24 piercing damage and then um, an extra 17, so it would be 41 damage in total. Excellent, thank you. And then uh, for uh, Erica, what have we got? Uh, 21. Yep. 23. Yep. 26. Yep. 23. Yep. Seventeen. Yes. Nice. Um, can you roll um as if ten hits of 
hit, please, so... Defensive hit. So, I... ten times, Smith. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, ten hits. Okay, cool. <laughs> and whilst you do that, um, I will start to describe things, but I'll take your damage in a second to understand what's going on. Um, so, as you guys add your own fire and uh, uh, in both magical and uh, arrows, uh, you notice that the dragon doesn't strafe towards you but it does start to notice it's getting a bit more bombardment than it would have so it immediately turns on it on itself uh, just after you've landed these last few of the shots and immediately starts flying north towards Lonelywood of course it looks like, especially from, sorry, just so to fill the air, uh, silent air sort of thing, but also to give a bit more as well, whilst uh, gives Emma time to do maths. It, you can see that the levered wings that it has, uh, which has these kind of like metal spines that come off to make the same sort of way a dragon's wings would look, uh, there are now large holes in it where it's somehow still staying in air, but it's starting to look like it's taking quite a bit of damage. Uh, it seems to have already taken damage from either any of the towns that it's attacked but also from the current ones you can see attacking it and your own damage seems to do far much more than what seems to be thrown by the militia that have been here how are we looking erica yeah 70 magical piercing 70 yes. 70 seven zero christ a bike <laughs> <laughs> did tell me to roll as if it was 10 hits right i'm changing this <laughs> that that no this now you've said it i can because it depended on how much damage it takes what it does next oh, oh, shoot. oh that okay i thought you meant you were going back and changing something we'd just done okay fine <sighs> this was before you did 70 damage to it uh... um so you were uh, you have this moment, like, as I say, you, you've been watching all of this. <laughs> Stepping back, you're watching all you're throwing damage towards it, and there is a moment where, um, from your positions, Nerenef and, uh, and Garland, you are throwing up damage, and it is doing it, and as you throw this damage up, you are doing quite a bit of damage more than the original attacks that seem to be coming from the militia. And then, Erica, you find your, your, your groove, if you will, as you start basically traversing through the, the rooftops over the the um, over the wires and such and you are placing every arrow and you're you're having this very luxurious moment of going i don't even have to reach back for my quiver it just appears again and you're just going pull you not you don't not you just loose loose noose loose loose and it's just hitting every one of them and you're placing it in certain areas that is this point where the dragon turns starts to flee across the uh, across towards the north of Lonelywood and you follow it across the rooftops and as she does hello I managed to add up my damage wrong I got 80 instead of 70 does that make any difference to what's just happened <laughs> did you just say 80 it was 80 instead of 70 I've oh, just done it again I was like I need to check that I've done this right and it was 80 I'm so sorry it make a difference because you've already you already seem surprised that there was a number as high as 70 so this just this would just keep on the same track right sorry i, think... I didn't 
you've just on. marked your own grave. I really own. have. But I wanted to. I didn't want to die in this game without saying what I actually scored. <laughs> so um. Get <laughs> and went. That's not right. So um. Fuck. How, how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> really sorry. How, 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 do you, how do you want to kill my dragon that I was really excited and scared of using? I feel like I've done a lot and I'm going to shout down to the other two to do something that's going to kill it. Because whatever they do now is going to kill it. So if they joint attack it with something, take it down. I've done my bit. Let's all, let's all share in this. Yeah. Guys, attack it! I, I don't care what you do; it's gonna die. Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you what do you guys wanna do about the dragon that's? We're so upset. I have to live with Steve after this is over. Marinaf <laughs> and uh, and Garland, what do you do when you find out that the dragon uh, was really scary? Um... Yeah. Yeah. Um... What do you do? <laughs> we'll also say that my score was improved because of Garland's magical piercing. Oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, I I did enough. I I gave you a bow. <laughs> so Garland, and Garland also, also dug my thought. own grave. <laughs> so, uh, Marina, any thoughts? No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna polish my crossbow. Cool. Uh, <laughs> So uh, as, as as you follow the, the the beast fleeing and it uh, it seems to nosedive, it doesn't catch itself in the middle of the air. It uh, it just continues nosediving and slams into the ground and crumples in a mess and and like a DM's just had its fun taken away from it. Mess. <laughs> I was really excited about my backup character too. Now we have to. <laughs> <laughs> as. Oh. As uh, as you uh, as you uh, see the the creature land and just crash, there is an audible silence after the the sound of the of uh, a large metallic beast slamming into the side of the snow and the um, yeah yeah, and then there is like a very for for Erica, it's quiet. For Garland and uh, Naranef, who would probably have been running in tandem, uh, but also uh, further back, so you're closer to the other side of the the, the city, uh, the towns, uh, Southern Edge, you hear like what sounds like crashing of metal against metal, uh, which sounds similar to what you just heard land in the ground. But um, you then realise as you turn all one at a time or in a group of how you do that the remaining militia in their gauntlets and their 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 armors are essentially in a small group walking up the streets that still stand applauding your ridiculous feat of felling a beast that they didn't think could happen hey. you very are... awkwardly go yay <laughs> while standing on a roof <laughs> yay you, you yay and put your uh, bow up in the air uh, like celebrating and it almost drives the group of uh, uh, you could see now the good 40-50 uh, 
uh, archers and uh, a couple of spellcasters walking up the streets towards you and the raucous sound of celebration and like just acknowledgement of what you've done rings throughout the uh, the quiet streets of Tourmalade. An impressive display of arrogance. I'm going to backflip off the roof and Acrobatics land. Acrobatics check. Yeah. <laughs> and land. <laughs> and land. I won't tell you how I landed until I've done this. Uh, that is a 19. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah, go on. How do you land? <laughs> <laughs> and then land in, in like a superhero pose. And then stand up straight. And I throw my arms out to the sides to gesture to friends. Then I really want, I really want us all to come and hold hands and take a bow together. But I want them to be super uncomfortable because they, they, they don't do showmanship. <laughs> just ending yeah. a show. She, she's <laughs> actually just gonna walk past and go straight to the dragon, not corpse. <laughs> it's a construct. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, you start walking immediately towards. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, towards the the beast just ignoring what's happening here. Uh, Garland, what are you doing? Just so I can check in. I mean... Probably gonna just look at his hammer. Look at the bow. <laughs> <laughs> look at the hammer again. I think I picked the wrong weapon. <laughs> May I investigate the corpse, please? You can indeed. Would also like to investigate the corpse. Okay. Um, make investigation checks for me. I'll find out what's controlling it. Seventeen. Seventeen. Thirteen. Excellent. Uh, going out into the uh, snowy uh, spread between Lonelywood and uh, and Termalane, you find yourself looking over bits of... It's almost like seeing, and I apologise for the, uh, the disturbing nature of the description, but it is like seeing the debris of a plane crash. There are bits of metal sticking out of the snow in several areas. It's almost like the impact then made it explode outwards. Um, you can see large, like a whole arm is sticking out of the snow. There is a large metallic, like hanger area made out of the uh, the the carcass or the like the abdomen of the creature. Um, as you look at it and start to focus around it, you can see that um, the inside is just a mash of uh, a mishmash of different wires and like different like small contraptions and components on the inside that look to be uh, like different motors and engines that would cause the creature to move around and you can smell in the air this arcane residue as whatever was keeping it alive in inverted comments uh, cover uh, commas uh, is now like echoing out of it um how long would you spend going through the body may i ask just quickly Probably until I work out how, how it made its damage. Um, I would go with your investigation checks then. It would probably be about 20 minutes of wandering around the pieces of the, the creature that you find that there is essentially um, a 
for, for, for want of a better description, uh, it looks like a, an orb of some sort. It's a glass ball that sits around the neck area that, uh, or the insides of the neck area that you can see. And um, what you see on the inside of it um, is, or the orb itself, you can see what looks like a weird like swirling, coalescing, almost like looking at a lava lamp mixed with uh, like a glitter ball sort of thing as whatever's in it, this purplish blackened energy inside is swirling around and coalescing. Um, I would say just out of interest, as you both find it, could I have a perception check from both of you? Grand. Yeah, sure. <laughs> perception, yeah? Yes, please. Uh, 18 for Erica. 18? Hmm. Seven. Seven. <laughs> you are taken aback um, just by the interesting nature of what you've, you're searching through. You're not really sure what you're looking at in certain areas, especially. You're like, I don't really know what that is. I don't. I, I'm not sure what it is. However, because also I'm trying to tell you backstories and such like that as well. There is a very interesting moment where you're looking at, at all of this, and you're. It's almost like it's reminding you of a story from your childhood, of. Um, of like this once upon a time there was a, a, another such creature that was created in a way that uh, that it was going to be used to destroy an area and it wasn't a dragon in that shape it was some sort of like large um, quadrupedal land beast uh, that was uh, sent out towards like smaller hamlets around the area of this one castle you're not sure why you remember it and you're not sure whereabouts this castle was meant to have been and what the creature was entirely but like it, it rem it's ringing bells in your head about different like fairy tales or historic stories you've heard about the the lands that you've traveled um for for erica you are looking at it and you are looking in like quite deeply into it and you're trying to work out what it is and there's a moment where as it flits around it's almost like there's something on the inside of the the orb itself almost like there's a you know like those um uh like when you have a dice inside a dice and you can see the little one rolling around uh, in the liquid um what you swear what you see is like the the eye and like the eyebrow of some it's almost like someone's head comes out of the water briefly you can only see um you can only see a pale white kind of flesh um and what looks like a very dark gray eyebrow uh, and the eye itself seems to be a piercing kind of sea green that very much stands out in the middle of this white that's in the middle of this dark colour around it. Uh, and it's only for the briefest, uh, briefest of flashes before you uh, then see it disappear again. Okay. Can we take it? Can I use Mage Hand to take it up? Or is it too... I can't remember, sorry, what size you said it was. That's fine. Um, it's, a, it's only the about size of a... Like, um... The, the orb itself. Yeah, it's like a magic eight ball. It's not, not big enough to be a bowling ball, but it's quite sizable as well. Um, you okay. use your mage hand to scoop it up off this little like holder that sits in the middle of the neck area, and as it lifts up, the coalescing stops and it just goes dormant. Right. 
out of interest, I'm going to put it back in the neck holder and see if it... Nope, doesn't change. It stays dormant the entire time. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to scoop mm. it up with Mage Hand. Um, without spoiling anything here... <laughs> Nereneth. Mm. Is, is your Detect Portals thing just a natural thing, or do you have to send it out? Uh, let me read my info for you. Thank you. Because I can't remember. Once per short rest as an action, you can detect the distance and direction to the closest planar portal within one mile. Okay, so you have to basically send your search out for it. Yeah, I'm gonna I go... basically have to consciously do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I think... Do it on this. I think because you haven't searched it, uh, you won't have noticed anything then. And also, um, if 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 you were to like try use that knowledge of things, you wouldn't be able to place it at the moment. Yeah. I'm gonna take the orb. Yep. Back over to it. Um, Ice, what do you think about this? Do we want to take it, or should we leave it? I mean, personally, I think it needs to go to someone that's like super, super magical and knows what they're doing um, and just say, yo, this is sketchy AF and we need to get rid of it. No, this is sketchy AF. We need to get rid of it. Cool. Um... Well, I'm not just... It's, it's clearly something to do with this stupid dragon. And, well, you know, oh, no, it's... I wasn't blocking you. I was just making sure that was in my head. Yeah, yeah. So I like but also, crazy. like... What if that's a melted down version of that purple black thing that we saw in the cave with the giant I skeleton? I don't even man? want to know. Hence the mage hand. I don't even want to know what this is. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Maybe if we uh, take it to the speakers in Grinchander. Yeah, I think that's probably a sensible idea. Okay. Can I, if we end up going back to Grinchander straight away, can I mage hand it the whole way? Yeah. Not sure how long. How long does Mage Hand last for? It indefinite until you stop it. Oh, duration one minute. I'm gonna go with because you can cast it and it's a cantrip. You just keep going, Mage Hand, Mage Hand, Mage Hand, Mage Hand. Cast it. Okay. Um, I, I just don't want to touch it or put it in our bag. That's fine. Until we know what it is. Um. Right down on our treasure, we've got a weird orb of something. Until we've got rid of it. So, uh, you guys. Get back on your axe beaks. And you head out down the trail towards Targos. And arriving in Targos, there's no one here. It is a ghost town. As you... Uh, no, no, no offence. Um, Erica. Taken. <laughs> as, you, uh, as you then Never turn... Down, it's fun. <laughs> as you turn down the fork in the road towards Brinchanda, you can see that there is a collection of people outside the city walls. Oh. As you uh, come down and closer, you can see them all, like this huge throng of people. And you already recognise one or two of them as you get closer and closer, as people you have spoke to in Targos. And you can see people that you bumped into in Goodmead, and you can see people that you, uh, you met in East Haven. And you can see just a sea of people from the gates of Brunchanda into the throng and thoroughfare of the town itself and as you slowly enter there's that same awkward 
but then insanely loud moment as the entire crowd cheer you as you enter into the town. Hey, I'm going to use the mage hand to like raise the orb up and sort of like almost like a, a banner of some kind. <laughs> like a trophy? Trophy, yeah. The yeah, crowd banner go wild for it. Yeah. But also, then I'd like to use the mage hand to keep it high out of the reach of anyone in the crowd. <laughs> grab it. Okay. Because I don't want anyone to touch it until we know what it is. Okay. And as you uh, bring yourselves into Brinchander and uh, to find the speakers to discuss this item, we will uh, end this session here. Woohoo! Woo! No backup characters needed for a while. Yeah! Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's my own fault because I was like, it says in the book, basically, so I'm happy to say this now. Uh, it says in the book, uh, like, if it, if it takes 30 damage, it starts to flee. But in right. in the time that would be certain things, like, it takes a certain amount of time for it to flee across the city. And, like, that's why I was like, if you roll out, its AC was 17. So only, like, two of each of Nerenef's and uh, Garland's hit. Only one of them of... Uh, of uh cypress's hit and then yours every one of them hit and i was like well i'm doing like because i imagine with like 12 seconds each hit sort of thing uh like you do two shots each of whatever and because yours all hit and then also did such a insane amount of damage <laughs> it, it already took damage in east haven and it took damage in um i can't remember one of the other ones it took started taking damage in termalane as well so it's already yeah, down um, Makes sense. But yeah, you you guys did it. it. Yes, because you would be, especially as you were saying, you're on the rooftop and you were chasing it along. Like it wasn't even a case of like you, it has a faster speed than you, but also it's yeah. now weighed down by the fact it's dead. Like there, yeah, I could have been very strict and very mean it's and gone weighed down by the knowledge of its own death. Exactly. Also, it can't heal. It has a thing which is like until it gets back to uh till it gets back to sunlight, it doesn't heal. Um, oh. oh, okay. But uh, so it looks like we're sticking around for at least one more week then. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, so there's a multiple choice of what I could have gave you as a response to this. Uh, you could just have <laughs> you could just have the XP of the creature as normal. He deferred uh, befits uh, a contact like that. Um, however, um, in the book. If you beat the dragon, you gain a level. <gasps> what? I. <laughs> so um, everyone gets six thousand five hundred XP each, because that's how much XP you need to get to level five. It's my calculator. Six thousand five hundred. Six thousand five hundred XP each. Okay. We didn't even need our inspiration. We didn't. Does our inspiration end after a session? Because I've never... I think I've had it once. And you I don't can only ever have one. it once. There's different okay. rulings on it. I just say you have it until you use it. Okay. So nice or... of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. You remember that bit like two hours ago yeah. when I was like, I'm so worried they're going to die. And, oh, God, what am I going to do? Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. I might have it oh, sorry. as like a, a little subtle effect that the more applause we get, the the whiter my lovely auburn hair becomes. 
like yes yeah yeah we'll we'll retcon it that's what happens as you it, it will it will just it's going to be a really slow thing but like the more depressing this journey becomes the the less colored her hair is so she'll slowly shift from autumn to winter Excellent. it won't be an it won't be an overnight thing it's going to be a slow thing but okay. just going this this is my plan she's she's no longer going to be bright and bubbly she's going to start getting a bit grumpy now okay yeah. and i believe uh just from I, i've not been following the days because my brain just went i need to get them through this and then this so yeah you go... uh, that was the 11th of autumn yeah i was gonna say yes. uh, i'm pretty sure it's around the 10th 11th with everything so you're yeah. basically at this point with time you'd be like early afternoon of uh, coming back on yourselves early late afternoon early evening of the 11th uh because of the time it takes to get from Terminal to targos and then and such forth uh, yeah. God damn, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you survived the Shardland Dragon. And uh, ready for the next leg of your journey. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with Zardarok at some point as well, though. Yeah, um, I will say um, I retconned an idea, or like not an idea, but like I said it earlier that essentially a wizard's meant to turn up um, when, when you are fighting the the dragon um mm. i was gonna have her basically as you whatever you guys did as it flew to lonely wood i'd be like she arrives then but um uh when when you killed it i was like well she's not even needed to like bulk out the numbers <laughs> so she can come in later also she needs you at a higher level anyway so it was going to be a thing of like i'm going to change how she comes in now anyway <laughs> I'm glad to say my hit point max has gone up by two. Now I've leveled up. Jesus wow. <laughs> yeah, this is super. Now I've got uncanny dodge. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be like, Liam, I've got it. I've got that thing. Oh. It'd be really good if I had. Yeah, Liam. Um, I aim, obviously, to be as range as, as best as I can, but I also have face step should I get too close <gasps> anyway. So. That's awesome good yeah yeah i mean that's just a natural thing because of melodrin but yeah yeah i forgot i had that until i was looking through it just before we started and i was like well i'm gonna do that if i'm in trouble steve i've got the ethereal form you gave me where i can turn into a ball of energy and bash people out of the way (laughs) (laughs) he sounds so happy about that he gave it and not complain he invented this or however you got it (laughs) This is your fault. Yep. yep. Yes. Steve's not talking. Watching the dragon. <laughs> right. Let's uh, let's wrap awkward. this up here, guys. Yes. Uh, that was uh, a. Yeah. Uh, so for us guys, we'll see each other next session. For you guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. Please. Like, subscribe, ring the bell. Just gently tap it, so it doesn't it doesn't hurt the the website. Um, for our audience members on the podcast only, like give it, share us with your friends and and Just let people know. Caring um, is caring. Like t- tell people all about those crazy kids that are playing <laughs> Frost Maiden and just ruin the DM's fun. Bastards. <laughs> Bastards. The lot of them. Anyway, well, um, anyway um, we shall see you next week. Thank you very much for listening. All that I want to say is bye. I say bye. 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 Bye.
Thank you for listening to 16 Candlekeeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Erica Jones, Jade Leanne Pierce as Neronith Halladar, and Liam Thornton as Garland Goodbeer. Your DM was Steve Archer. Theme music by Steve Archer. Background music was performed by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Other background music was performed by Bombarded Podcast and can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. All artworks thus far has been created by Bingle Bang Bang. Thank you for listening and we shall see you next week.